Lockdown. Our daily podcast to keep you sane during the chaos. 21 days, 21 professionals. Plus 14. 35 days, 35 professionals. To keep you sane during the lockdown extended edition. Hello and welcome back to day 26 of our podcast and day 26 of lockdown. My name is Kirsten Barkerson and with me, the fabulous Danielle Dutoy. Today we have a very special returning guest. Jessica Cheeseman is an educational psychologist and she completed her master's cum laude at Stellenbosch University. She runs a website and Facebook page called ADHD Insight that provides families with information on available resources to support their children with ADHD. She also runs a support group for those with ADHD or parents of those with ADHD. And she also has two private practices in the Tableview area. Jess is going to be speaking to us today about parents teaching their children at home, particularly learners with ADHD. Jess, thank you so much for giving up your time again for us today. It's such a pleasure to have you back on the show. Hi, Danny and Chris. Thanks for having me again. Thank you, Jess, so much for being with us again. We loved you so much the first time. We just had to have you back. <laughs> Good to know. Jess, parents have essentially now become homeschool teachers. And it's important to know that all teachers are different and parents will be different teachers too. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? Yeah, so all parents are in a similar position at the moment. They're now suddenly having to be homeschool teachers. But the specific group we're chatting about, they've also found out that they have to be homeschool teachers of children who have ADHD. So that can be look a little bit different and maybe bring a little bit more complications for some parents and some new uh, qualified homeschool teachers. So what we need to keep in mind is that all teachers are different, like you said. So some teachers might have strengths in certain areas. They might have specific interests or areas of expertise. So for example, some teachers have excellent classroom management skills. Others maybe have a firm or effective discipline strategy. But if you think about it, if you put a high school teacher into a class with maybe 10 grade twos who've got ADHD, they're also not going to cope. So just to keep that in mind as well as you go along. But if we think about being a teacher, and if you think about the kind of teacher you would like for your child, so what is the one thing you always wish for your child when it's a new school year and you are waiting in anticipation to see whose class they are in? So most likely, it's going to be that teacher who you think will get your child the most. The one with whom your child feels safe, accepted and heard. And guess what? You are already all of those things because you are your child's parent. So just acknowledging and knowing that you get and you understand your child better than any other parent or any teacher is going to be your strength during these homeschool sessions. So when your child or any child in a classroom feels safe and accepted, then their anxiety levels will go down. If anxiety is there, then learning will be a challenge for your child and for the teacher. So acknowledge and embrace your child's uniqueness and let them know you understand this is a challenging and different time for you both 
but that you are a team. Something that's really interesting is I've been chatting to some of my um, clients who are parents of children with ADHD, and they've also said that their children are coping exceptionally well under these homeschool lockdown situations. The reason being they aren't in huge classrooms. They aren't having to sort of navigate various elements of being in a classroom setting. But by having that one-on-one -on -one attention, even if it's in small doses with their parent, they are actually coping exceptionally well. So that's just another element of teaching a child who has ADHD under lockdown situations, which is maybe not thought of or neglected a little bit. Thanks, Jess. I think that's very important to keep in mind. What are some practical elements that parents can use to set up their new school? Okay, so yeah, now you are this new teacher of your little learner who has ADHD or possibly a few little ADHDers in your class and they feel safe and they feel happy with their new teacher. Now we want to set up, like you said, a classroom environment that is also going to be engaging and really help along with the learning process. So you've probably walked into your child's classroom at school before and seen many beautiful posters on the walls, lots of exciting things on the interests table. And while those are all really important parts of learning, for a child with ADHD, those can also become distractors. So there are some things things that we need to think about when we're designing your classroom for your child with ADHD. So in terms of distractors, we want to remove as many distractors from your classroom area. So we would have hopefully a specific area in the house that would be your classroom area. So the kinds of things we want to remove are cell phones, tablets, pets, anything bright and shiny that your child might get distracted by. You also want to think about the sensory needs of your child. So auditory, tactile, oral, visual. If your child is sensory avoidant, we want to remove anything which may unsettle them. So bright lights, noises. Think about the materials that they may be wearing or the materials of their seating. And if they are sensory seeking, you may want to consider a fidget toy such as a pipe cleaner or press stick, something that they can use to um, self-regulate while having to focus for possibly an extended period of time. And then we also, in terms of seating, your classroom may not include a formal desk and chair. So if your child needs to stand and work, let them do so. If they need to go over spelling words, possibly lying upside down on the couch, okay, let's trial it. Let's see if that works. Because you have to remember that your classroom is now an inclusive classroom. And also in your classroom, you're going to be picking your battles. Thank you so much, Jess. Um, tell us, what are some of these steps to set up your learner for success? Okay. So, Kirst, I don't know if you remember being in school and you have a double period of that subject that you really, really are not interested in. Absolutely. That's kind of, well, that's kind of how it is all the time for a child with ADHD. So it's really important to set realistic expectations around periods of work and to include many breaks. 
This is important because of their difficulty with sustaining focus. So some ideas that we could think about are brain breaks. So why we want to have a brain break is to boost learning capacity. So that's really like restarting your cell phone when you've been scrolling through Facebook for too long and it overheats, just restarting it up again and it can run smoothly. Brain breaks should include something physical, so maybe jumping on a trampoline, or maybe we can get our little learner to go around the house and collect all the empty mugs and cutlery that have been placed all over the house. And we could consider using a timer. So children with ADHD need visual representations of time so they can mentally prepare to transition into their next task. Um, and I think we chatted about that before in my last podcast. We also want to think about adapting the lengths of work for your child's needs. So perhaps the school has given a certain amount of sentences they need to do. Perhaps you need to adapt that and they're only going to do half of those sentences. You also need to think about food. So food's going to be an important part of your school. So make sure your child eats, drinks water and gets enough sleep. And try include learning into these tasks. So your, your little ADHD can learn valuable skills by making their new teacher a sandwich or a milkshake or anything like that. And finally, you want to use creativity. So going online, looking on Pinterest. In your classroom, you need to be the actor or the actress to get your learner fully and actively engaged in the learning process. Thanks, Jess. That makes a lot of sense. I'm loving the idea of having a little ADHD and making you a milkshake. I think that sounds fantastic. I don't think parents will mind about that. Uh, Jess, what is your piece of take-home advice for parents teaching learners with ADHD at home during lockdown? So I think that this is uncharted territory for all teachers um, and especially all the newly qualified ADHD homeschooling teachers. So what I would say is just to be gentle and kind to yourself and to your learners and to remember that you know your child better than anybody else. So be attuned to them, see what works for them and what doesn't, and you adapt going from there. That's incredibly helpful, Jess. Thank you so, so much. I can imagine a lot of parents are going to be very comforted by your words and really, really just lap up the advice that you're giving. I can imagine for a lot of parents, this is just a time of needing any help they can get. So thank you so much for, for your words and for your help. It's, it's really appreciated. Thank you. Thanks, Kirsten, Danny, and hopefully I'll see you guys for round three sometime soon. <laughs> Exactly. You are always welcome. And thank you so much, Jess. And also just for sharing such practical strategies. I think those are really going to be really amazing anchors for parents. So not only in the lockdown, but for afterwards as well. So thank you so much for your time. And we will definitely invite you back. You are always welcome. Thank you so much. For those of you that want to be in contact with Jess, you can get hold of her on her Facebook page. It's ADHD Insights. Otherwise, you can contact her on her email address. That's info at adhdinsight.co.za. Bye. So that's it for us. We will see you next time on How to Mental Health Lockdown Edition. Stay sane, everybody. We'll check in later. See you soon.